Hello and welcome to Nitwick Radio. This is season two, episode ten. It's true. We're in the double digits now. Yeah, we are. Digit. We are truly in a transitionary phase here with the show. Oh, oh. literally, I will say double digits of season two. We're, we're in. We're in the middle, like right now. I just realized I'm eating gum on the podcast. Excuse me. I mean, I've we, done that before. <laughs> we, we've we've always known. We've always known that production quality, in, at least inside the studio, has been a struggle around these parts. Doing what I can to fix that, and uh, it's going to be taking us into the next couple months here, but real moves are being made. Currently, however, us in the studio, we're, we're dealing with one ear. Everybody's got their headphones over only one ear, and we look pretty hilarious. I Except know for that, Jake. Yeah, I, I'm going to do it, actually, because it feels weird. It does. It. You were committing for a second. I was, there. yeah. And the, and the camera's down, so the viewers can't even, <laughs> we, they we, can't even listen to this hilarious <laughs> visual. <laughs> uh, I know that Jameson is way excited for us to get the new studio because he wants to start watching again. I know. We're going to start streaming as well. I'm going to start cosplaying. It's going to be real. <laughs> I'm like, going to show up in like various, because I'm, I'm a fashion souls guy. I've been talking to Aaron about Dark Souls just a second ago. I'm a fashion souls guy. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to start showing up in various like crazy armor you better can actually I ask, Rick, can i ask what f- i am intuitively guessing what fashion souls is right now but is there nuance that i need to know about no it? it's literally just like people more concerned about how their characters look when you invade other people oh i worlds. play that game every i, I do that's it I I play every, every morning that's real life yeah fashion <laughs> souls is my day-to-day <laughs> to, to the listeners though that are uh, uh concerned we are here for the long haul. Netwick's not going anywhere. We're in the middle of a, a few transitions, but on the other side, it's going to look a lot better. Um, we really will start. Screaming. I mean, we, we might even resurrect being, Damon. We survived to be dropped by real radio. I mean, nobody thought we would make that transition. That's the biggest transition. Everybody, everybody thought that like, oh my God, we got dropped from real radio. We no longer had a legitimate platform. One might say we got canceled. Um, love being canceled we had we went from two hosts to three hosts nobody said that would work we went from three to four we went from four to five we then lost a host and we're rip still damon. going rip, rip damon you know rip damon dude we yeah. are we are like a we are like a little earthworm you know just plugging away making this soil better making this making this a help, healthy happier earth for everyone and no matter how many times you cut us up or move us to the surface because maybe it rained a little heavily that day we always find our way back down and and to make everybody lives better by bringing them the worst music opinions and i want this to is true th- okay so it's so funny i'm in indianapolis for like the last week pretty much for a wedding and one of my friends like directly asked me about the podcast and so leads me to believe in some form he does listen to it so shout out to will stricker um he Let's was go. doing a radio show before i even like was aware that podcasts were a thing uh shout out to portion of distortion at ball state university um but what did yeah. he, what, what did he ask you about the show He's just like, you still doing that? I was like, yeah, absolutely. I was like, we've just been really busy. Because I was like, we have missed a lot of weeks. <laughs> we've missed a lot yeah. of weeks. It's, you know, we we, we we announced this album in. of the week, like, yeah. Almost a month ago. Uh, yeah, yeah exactly. to be fair, I sometimes wonder if I got sick because of, I said to because Jake, of this album. I literally said to Jake, I said, hey, Jake, we're about to beat Fantano for the first time. What's and the, is he really not well, touched this album? No. If no, we, we were done it that week. if, if we oh. done it that week. I we mean, it, be, it, it, it dropped. What? It yeah. dropped Saturday. We were about to do it on uh, Wednesday. Wednesday. 
Yep. We were going to beat Fantano. Sorry, guys. That's my I, I don't believe he's that's touching good, this. Bro. If no, he no, is no. touching this, he's just gonna he's just gonna be Fantano about it and probably make another video where he just burps on air for five minutes. That's what so he did. So we that's were already going to beat Fantano to putting in any modicum of effort. Oh, I was about to look it up. No, he did, he, he did do he it. He did. He wore red flannel and he just ate like five articles of food. Like he had a blender Articles. and he didn't even say anything. Yeah, no, he like was eating. He was eating crackers and he was eating. Smoothies. I slept on that one. I, I was like, "What?" Articles. I had to acknowledge it. I was like, "I've never heard." I'm old, and I was like, "Articles of food." I was like, "All right." I don't know. Aaron's on TikTok. He may know like lingo. I, I'm on TikTok too. So wait, bro. Did, did he, I, I deleted TikTok. Like, I did thank not God. follow he me. Was not good say, young adult man. He didn't even say anything about the album. He said at all. nothing. He said there are eight four, five articles of food. I mean, articles. don't even make a review at that point. Just don't even see. Do you guys start just, to like understand the hate for the bald man? I know oh, you do. Oh, I've been <laughs> hating him for, dude. The, the hate is like this is like a staple of mine. No, I've no, hated no. Fantano staple. forever, but like for the lack of effort, I used to at least like I yeah. even if I disagreed with what he said and thought it was stupid, could usually respect the fact that he was the internet's music or busiest music nerd. Now we are the internet's laziest, and that's a better position. So it always has it's been, always it's yeah. always been better. He's just a, I, he's encroaching on our territory. Based off that review, though, based off that review, we might not be the internet's laziest music nerds anymore. Because we're actually going to talk about this album, Look, except for the one time. Presumably, we got, okay, we, we could, could die. Like, the internet, <laughs> the internet's laziest music true. nerds. Asterix. <laughs> And then it went down in the footnotes. It says, except for the one time they actually reviewed an <laughs> album that Fantano didn't do, and were therefore I don't want. I don't Only want time. I don't want this episode to be commemorated in any way. Honestly, honestly, if this was one that like accidentally got mislabeled and ended up at the bottom of everybody's feed, I wouldn't cry. Just because I, I don't even know how I'm gonna. Uh, there are so many questions right now, and I just, I don't even, uh, I. <laughs> he was, lit you were literally waiting for him to do that. I think he must have been. Because it felt like, it's he, 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 I realized that I'm kind of impressed this, with this how that This album went. undresses me. This album Ooh, takes it off Ooh. my clothes. <laughs> this, al this album strips me down. Please leave it on. To my, to my barest elements, and... And leaves me exposed. Right. That's what this album does. All right, I got to give it a formal introduction. I was on album of the week, and we have um, that was all a metaphor. Limp Biscuit, <laughs> no. Limp Biscuit <laughs> coming in with that ASCII art, all cap. You know, we got still sucks. ASCII Limp art. definitely not ASCII art. What did you? Yeah, I was like, what? You just mean like he it, used there the has to be at least a bracket. In Look, it if you intentionally left, <laughs> if you left everything under uh, like in a lowercase or you put everything in an uppercase it's automatically ASCII this is a freaking what is this, stretch, is, this, no, this is like saying no, that anybody no, no, that it's doesn't aesthetics. have feathers is a human it's just, it's just playing with aesthetics is all but it's once playing you start with adding, capitalization yeah, once you add with oh, once you add MF symbols Doom does it and, and that's we think why would I would not call Doom ASCII art that's not ASCII I've never art. called Doom ASCII art I don't art. know about this I think I think I think you're using ASCII for as an aesthetic detail, that's, that's but that means anything it. you know. That's okay. Like, okay, first wait, no, off, Stephen because King. they're UTF eight characters, so got you there. Well, and furthermore, at that in that logic, it's like 
any novel is ASCII art. Oh, it is. Because it's <laughs> some letters are in capital. Wait, Logan, all right, Logan, wait, Logan, Logan, first no, off, no, no, first wait, off, the no, reduction no, is no, a meme. Logan, Let's Logan, get into no, it. No, no, Let's no, talk no, about no. loss. Logan, for one second. <laughs> Let's talk about loss. Hey, for those who don't know, Logan is actually, he he's a, he's he's learning how to craft the words. He's work, He's a wordsmith. He's working at writing. He's writing furry fanfics. Novels, I mean, are, yeah. they, are they ASCII <laughs> art or are they not? Why would you? No, they're not at all. First they're off, high art. Okay, you put those in the loop. I, you know, if there's <laughs> one meme that I'm sick of Zoomers doing to the point where I even retroactively hate when I did this is uh, reductionism as an argument. Blank is just blank if you blank. Blank. Is, oh, if you squint hard enough, you'll notice. Every time, it's not uh, everything that happens to be composed of text that is rendered digitally is not ASCII art. So wait a minute, I Hold have on. to interject. Oh, you go for it. I didn't have a point. Okay. Of <laughs> okay. Let's let's backtrack though, because now if we if we apply what you just said, which I actually generally do agree with. What about when it comes to things like Japanese train vibrations or that's ASCII art or you it's, know what I'm saying? Is that music? <laughs> no, it's ASCII Japanese art. train vibrations is music because whoa, whoa, you know what I'm saying? Okay, like if you no, have, I'm to, not, you have I'm to talking about the same thing as like drone metal though. Is that music? There's like four it, chords in a 20 minute technically, song. Technically, yes, but but the thing is, is it comes down to. We talked on the show previously, and what we defined it as is anything recorded with musical intent, right? That's what we said. Yeah. That's what yeah, we all agreed on. I think there is nuance in saying, in a discussion in which we're trying to find a definition that encompasses what we feel like is music versus abusing a word because it happens to be. Because the definition happens to maybe cover something else well, in the what order if, of the law. What if in the case that somebody took, made, took a canvas and used capital and lowercase letters with the intent of making it an artistic piece? Would That's that then art. be... Well, cons- first off, it's a canvas. Okay, so, but like you could let's say it's digital. Let's say they did okay. it for their album art, right? Yeah. So does that would that technically count? If the if the art was composed of plain ASCII, ISO ASCII standard characters um, and nothing else, then yes, it would be considered ASCII art. You guys are all sleeping on a really hot take that just came out over here, though. He I, said he said tra- train vibrations are ASCII art. <laughs> you missed it. Yeah, no you, totally, you totally missed it. That's the hottest take in the room. Train, train vibrations are ASCII any, art like, because... No discourse on it, though. Oh man! This this whole like, I, it's the same thing as when people are like, "Whoa, XXX Tentacion is just My Chemical Romance for kids who were ten years younger." Okay, <laughs> all right, all right, right. As someone who's around for both. <laughs> so here, here, here's the deal. That might be a bad example, but that format. What are you calling it? Reductionism. Yeah. Uh sure, it can be abused, but there are f- perfectly fine uses of that. There are times when it's good to use it to communicate a concept to somebody who would have no other context for it. Yeah. Like, I, I could say, like, oh, what's the appeal of Lil Peep? All he does is rap about money he doesn't have over trap beats he didn't make. And <laughs> that's when I have to, like, draw on some emo feelings, some really in-your-bag moments that a millennial might relate to. Um, yeah, yeah. Okay. Give it to me. As Look. a millennial, I need to know, because <laughs> I, I don't understand. <laughs> well, you didn't, you didn't even, like... um. 
The pine pine nut band. The pine no, <laughs> oh true. my gosh! I will not suffer this. That I will true. not suffer That's pine their nut band. Oh, oh, all right, all right. I, got hey, off I a plane appalled, the other day frankly. and turned my phone. Well, like turned my phone album. out of airplane mode, it's and the first album. thing I saw was the. P-I-N-E-N-U oh, yeah. and I was like man I've been waiting like hours at this point to check my text because I wasn't going to buy Wi-Fi stuff's expensive Yeah, and I was like this is what I got that's good <laughs> no it was got, bad got I was hoping material. for like somebody excited to talk to me or something <laughs> but you know no, what it's just- shout out Pine Grove they do have a new album coming out and I'm so excited um, the, the two um, singles are kay. so good back to the point though Limp Biscuit. this is this is the very artist who may have erupted Woodstock 99 in their day, in their heyday. Oh, that was them. Yeah. Channel all of your negative oh, energy. Is, is, this is the type <laughs> of legendary profile that this, this hey, did anybody, artist... Did anybody die at Woodstock 99? Because if <laughs> Bro, so, if no so discourse, why, no discourse. why is that not yeah, as big a deal no discourse. By the way, no, no the discourse. first person to say Travis Scott, which was just Cody, gets shot. <laughs> What did I say? It Actually, Travis Scott. No, no, no. No, I, when did I, I say, say that? that Travis? You're it. getting shot. I was no. like, wait a second. No discord. Why am I getting shot? No discord. Not on this show. Is, okay. Uh, I, I didn't know official, we unofficially an, agreed on that. An, an official. No, I think everybody <laughs> just doesn't want to see me upset. <laughs> okay. I just don't. Oh, I have a lot to say about it. I you have a lot to. I all do. right, maybe we'll talk about it. We probably won't have time today. Yeah, and it might get spicy. All I'm saying is chat topic might be a group chat. I think we need some spice. I'm going to this. No, we're talking about Limp Bizkit. There's going to be enough spice. Don't worry. Astro Fest. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Is that what it was called? No. What was it called? I'm pretty sure he's right. Yeah. No, it's Astro World. Yeah. Well, no, no, but I'm, it was called Astro yeah, was Oh, we're not get educated. Okay, now boy. I'm gonna get shot. Oh, right, right, look, look, <laughs> Limp Biscuit, channel all your negative energy. The king of new metal, which was the no. most promising, <laughs> promising genre bending no. move that had ever happened no. in the history of all. There was music. already no. heavy stuff with rap before that. Like, shout out to. Biohazard and Onyx on the Judgment Night soundtrack. It's like nineteen ninety three. Yeah, but this is, this is our this is our guys. He's popularizing it for some reason. No. For some reason, Fred Durst. Hey, Fred Durst hey, represents they made roots for a reason. Fred Durst is representing something special to the people of the nineties. No, I mm, okay. I don't if know you, about you, that. you actually can't deny that there yeah, are I people can. that really connected I, with it. I'm not going to yeah, deny it like just a, because I don't want to bike shit about the meaning of the word special for the next fifteen minutes. Okay, yeah, yeah, fair. That's a fair reason. But I also think that's way too generalized. Ten years. They have sat in silence. It's been ten beautiful years. Ten years. Without a limbus. The quiet. greatest <laughs> genre-bending group. Channel all of your negative energy. All of it's coming up here in 2021. Halloween night. No. Yeah, Still it dropped on like a Saturday. I was like, what in the... Yeah, Halloween it was Halloween theme. night. It was Halloween night, and... Yeah, it wasn't Halloween. I was busy either. listening to Sam Hain. I didn't have time for that. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Glenn Danzig. Anyway, I, 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 I'm sorry, guys. I had to put on the show. I had to. didn't, though. I, I had just, to do No, it. he did. It's like, let's be honest. If anybody was going to put it on, it was going to be Damon, rest in peace, but he's dead. Or Aaron. Damon would never choose this. No, he would. Uh, he would. Just to piss people off in uh, the same okay, way that he maybe. picked the Beatles. Yeah, okay. You're yeah. right. I, I see, retract. See, I completely me, retract my being, point. Being a bit of a I character do. foil of Damon would pick this album because I kind of vibe with it. 
and had to bring it before. I was so worried that was. That's so cursed. (laughs) I had to bring it before the good gentleman of the pod. All right, let's talk about the real rager on this album, Dad Vibes. Hey, Logan, let's talk about Dad Vibes. I don't want to talk about it at all. (laughs) Okay. All right. um, I, I could start. I could. But I'm not going to. Why? Cody's going to start. I'm going to start? Yes. I'm just getting things thrown at me in this world, man. <laughs> it's awful. Um, I hate it. <laughs> I listened to it once, and I really struggled to get through it the second time. And there was at one point on the album, and I went back actually today to try and find this, where I was like, that was a cool breakdown. It's the only compliment I have for the yeah, entire album. It is a album. pill popper. It has is to, it on that? It has it's, to be a pill popper. I couldn't find it because I was just like skipping through like 15 sec- or, yeah, second intervals. Um, anyway, the album is like so self-aware. Like the title still sucks. It's true. Yeah. They're right. They call us LB and we're proud to represent. And... What it's so stupid. Oh, oh, this album crap. is just, Shitting it's on that. so bad. And it came out at a really bad time for me because Porcupine Tree got back together like two days after this album. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, God gives us bad things. He gives us our trials. <laughs> we are his strongest soldiers and the reward is infinite. But Rip, Rip, a member of Porcupine Tree, right? Yeah, um, the bassist is no longer in, but Stephen Wilson <laughs> plays some crazy funky bass licks on this new album because I don't is know. Is it out? No. The album's, the album's just, not Okay, so one song, but right. that one song's 10 minutes long, which is as long as some albums that I enjoy in my day. Um <laughs> But yeah, this album's trash. And if I could just like totally shut off my brain, it's got like a fun factor to it. But I just, I don't look at music in a way where I can like totally just not think about Calling it. out Aphex Twin and what, what was it? Nick Cave and the Bad Seed. Godspeed, you black emperor. Yeah. Godspeed's sick. Anyway. Godspeed's sick. There, and That's kind of funny. I, I think that is kind of no. funny. It's so trash. It is uh, okay. I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna say it. There's so many ballads on sound. Sorry, that's like the last thing. No, no, I need no, to no. Say I don't mean to cut album. you off. Wait, is there so many ballads? So many ballads. Like the slow acoustic songs. No. Fred Durst can't feel. He can't feel. Well, like- he can't sing. Is the problem. <laughs> he also he can. I guess like on a technical level has some ability to rap, but his weird nasally voice makes me not want to listen to it at any point. And the only song that I would ever be like, hey, this is a Limb Biscuit song you should listen to is Roland, Urban Assault Vehicle. And the reason you should listen to it is because it has DMX, I think Red Man, Method Man, and I think Ghostface Killer on it. He's borrowing so much clout. I, this is, well, this is like <laughs> 2004. So the Limb Biscuit's actually in a horrible way relevant still. Um, but it's oh man! I'm pretty sure Lil Wayne was, was doing something on this album with. Well, him. we don't really know what Lil Wayne was doing around the late 2010s, and in fact, uh, we prefer Lil not Wayne to doesn't talk know what it. he's doing in the late 2010s either. <laughs> he just kind of does it. Um, but yeah, no, this album's bad, and I tried to like give it another run today, just cause, you know, a little refresher. It's been a couple weeks, and I got through like half of the first song, which I don't even remember the name of. Um, um it's called. <laughs> Yeah, that's all I know. That's all I know about it. I was like, this is stupid. And I went and put on Protest the Hero instead. And it was such a rewarding experience because, man, I'm still catching new stuff on that album from last year. Like vocal layering and everything. That is a good album. Okay, look, I have to just say, okay, my my ability to even like, this isn't like an album that's um, important to me at all. This fits right, though, into that. It's like Ugly Kid Joe. Did you ever listen to America's Least Wanted? Joe's like, 
I like ugly kids. But it's like it's mm. that same '90s, just absolute. I, I would you say, say like at least garbage. the cover art, at least the album art of Ugly Kid Joe has a similar energy because like that kid peeing or whatever. Yeah. I, when I think of Ugly Kid feel, Joe, though, I always think of Faith No More. Right. It, and Godsmack. No I mean, a lot, a of, a lot sucks, of talent came out of it. A lot of talent <laughs> no came more out of it. Is so good. But here's all I'm saying. Look, it remind it, it clearly does have that like it's like glam metal ran its course and then all of a sudden like metal became this super meme for for just a second there like self-aware strange artists came out like you got Jackal um Jones Ugly Kid Joe yeah. uh this type of this has that energy in it and it's like if you're you missing can, a really key you component just, of the 90s though if you can just turn your brain off and just go wow this guy's name dropping nick cave and he might be serious about trying to represent limp biscuit to some degree i don't know i think that there is there is some entertainment value to be had in this album. i'm, I'm gonna drop a take you can decide after i drop it if it's hot or not the 90s had some great highs when it comes to music, but was ultimately bad for music overall. <laughs> and I think new metal is like the apex of things that were bad for music that happened in the nineties. Like hip hop was great in the nineties. There's a lot of awesome, like hardcore that comes out in the nineties. Then there was grunge, which has a few redeeming acts, but for the most part sucks. Um, 90s were interesting. Yeah, I do feel like 90s gave us I, I, I feel like it was so obvious what you were supposed to be doing in the 80s, and then the 90s just kind of hit. And um, it, it's when really corporate music and and like massive stadium shows just like they just take off. It's like a lot of things really formalized in the, in the 90s. Well, I mean, hold up. When was when was Queen doing their thing? That was the 80s, right? Well, yeah, but I'm talking more like what I mean by that is like mass produced like michael jackson is apex he is the first guy that really is just like this produced exact show that is touring around the world huh. it's not oh, like, you mean like a choreographed kind of thing yeah it's yeah. choreographed everything about it is just boy bands happen in the 90s too which that just made me think about that yeah, i'm yeah. like like i get that like new kids on the block the was, worst like, era 80s, in humanity but then was but then, 90s, you, but then you got but then you got radiohead and you got like back and, and you have <laughs> Hip hop. Oh, I thought he was leaving. <laughs> it's like, we didn't even Very get nearly. any takes. <laughs> anyway, the nineties are an interesting time, and Fred Durst is part of it. So it, it bums me out that the nineties do have so many things that I love in it because there's so many things I hate. Just like, <laughs> uh, the nineties. So here's the deal. Um, uh, this album. Okay, I'm just gonna get this out of the way up front. I'm just saying it, and then I will let you know what I really think. If this was, if some of these riffs were taken completely out of context, they're pretty decent riffs. There are actually a few. Sick I will riffs. give that to Lim Biscuit, their guitarist, even though he's in Lim Biscuit, which kind of already is like you know kind of a negative. Um, <laughs> he's actually really talented. Yeah, like, like he's worked with like Ozzy and stuff before. And there actually were, admittedly, a few good riffs. Like I was like, mm, that is. So you're nice. saying that if you squint hard enough, it's almost a rage against the machines. No, no, absolutely not. <laughs> what he's trying to just a riff, not. just a riff. What? No, because Rage Against the Machine has some of the most immortal riffs in the world. What Jake's trying I, to say is, you have to give Limp Biscuit some credit. No, <laughs> yeah, you have to, <laughs> Logan. So you have to. Oh, I wish Damon was no. here. Oh, I wish. Damon was here. Oh, rest no. in peace. Okay, but no. What I will say is, 
outside of that, basically everything about this album I I despise. I do not like funny music. I mm. do not like he's funny music. He's pounding his fists, folks. You can't see it, but he's doing it. Honestly, though. Except like, for JPEG Mafia. Even okay, JPEG Mafia's got some of so the best me, song titles I've ever read. Okay, so let me clarify my stance on that because Danny Brown. Yeah. So okay. Wait, are you calling Danny Brown funny he, music? He, oh, absolutely. He knows that he, absolutely. He, he knows funny. he's funny sometimes. Okay, but he's also like one of the best rappers of the last decade. Yeah, but like when he goes all into that accent, like he knows. Oh, it's he a, definitely he does. knows. He, he, mm-hmm. no, 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 I wouldn't put it on the same no, level I, as this. I, no, absolutely not. No, 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 like, no, 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 I'm not. Is, hey, look, do not no. make this false yeah. equivalency because nobody is following you there. I'm not saying that. I'm, Jake said he doesn't like funny music, and like Danny Brown does write okay, sometimes he, funny music. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. I see it's a character. Funny music. Okay, so I have to add a caveat, and I totally admit it. It introduces a gray area, and I fully admit that sometimes we I'm don't partial. like gray areas sometimes i'm biased and elf world, whatever black and white elf world but, <laughs> also does not like gray areas okay but here's the deal <laughs> we just went back like three months here's the deal the when Lord i when deep. i think of artists like jpeg mafia or danny brown or hundred gex right they obviously have elements where they try oliver tree oliver tree they obviously have elements where they try however in oliver tree's music i don't feel like he tries to be that funny sometimes but not as so much in his newer stuff. But anyways, besides the point, my point is when comedy is used as like a twinge or like it's like there, but it is not the focus. I can I can be fine with that. But when the focus is to be funny, dude, I just can't take it. Weird Stupid Al, Weird Al gex. vibe, huh? Stupid Horse by 100 Gex. Yeah, see, it's too much for me. You think that's that not, track okay. is a little too I much? I still for like. Me. Well, there's nothing funny I, about 100 okay Gex. It's an okay song, <laughs> but that one's just a little much for me. But yeah, it's just like, it's just like. Wait, weird. Money Machine. Yeah, there's it's nothing not that, funny yeah, about it. I mean, it, it is kind bad. of funny, but it, <laughs> I mean, seven forty-five stinky. <laughs> All right, boomers need I mean, not apply, Cody. I mean, my hand, bad. Hand Sorry, I'm my old. Mallet. Every song, I I know, but I feel like Gex is also like I I, I preface this by saying I'm biased and there's gray area. Gex is kind of skating the line, but I appreciate it so much for what they've done in the scene that like I, I can give him a pass. I think I think I think and furthermore, hey, sorry, I still don't feel like sound. Gex is trying to be as funny as this album or Weird Al or serious. whatever. Hey, I know, like, but like okay, look, legitimately, um uh, a friend of mine and Jake's approached us and said, Hey, I really and 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 boomers need not apply here, Cody. <laughs> I regret saying that. <laughs> it's boomers honestly valid. Need not apply. <laughs> as a boomer. <laughs> uh, um um he he said, I'm really enjoying Oliver Tree's album. Do you have any recommendations? And I, I thought about it for a minute. And then I said, honestly, and I dropped a link to Still Sucks. And I said, here's another album I don't fully know what to do with. Do with it what you, you know will. What? Fine. Yeah, if the category is stuff that Logan hates. <laughs> okay. 500. Notice that he did post a song on his Instagram story from this album. But here's the thing. Gun to the... like." Gun to his head, he's going to say Weird Al is his favorite artist. Well, I, 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 okay. I, I, why are we not so, name dropping this person? We've we had him on the show. David's brother. I know we've had, I'm friends yeah, with we, him. We've we had him on the show. We, we, I know Lucas. him. The second you were like, like, Weird Al is his favorite artist, and we just gave it away. We've had this discussion on this show, okay, but, around this table. <laughs> okay, but like, of course he was going to click with this. Of course. 
Like, once I saw that in the group chat, I was like, oh, yep, he's going to love that. He's going to love it. <laughs> but, like, I don't know. The thing is... And he should love that, is my point. Is my point. Well, it's is his vibe. Lim- Lim- it's his vibe, Lim- for Biscuit. sure. Okay, but it's not so different. I... I think there is. A, I think it's it's difficult for us to accept this because of where we are culturally. But like, um, one hundred gex, Oliver Tree are accomplishing a similar role. I do believe that Limp Biscuit did in his time. I'm not saying. Okay. Limp, his, all right. I, I think you want right. to give you that. I think you want to see you, you want to see a one hundred gex and Oliver Tree are going to age. Look at Fred Durst. He is the face of that. I'm so glad well, I'm ahead of the curve on hating it then. Well, okay, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. No revisionism. Right. I'm just about to go back to um, season one, actual season one, not season zero. Uh, Beastie Boys. Mm. All right. Yeah. Beastie Boys also try to be funny. Um, but I do feel like Beastie Boys legitimately cared about the music and the aesthetic, though. Yeah, yeah. they gave us and, ill and communications, the difference. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what thing. I'm saying. If you look at it's not, co- it's like. not completely a joke. If you look at Beastie Boys' history, it's actually really interesting, though, because they became self aware that they were being the frat boys and loving it for like a little while. And then they, in the middle of being in the scene, they went. This is going to age poorly. This is not what we want to be. And yeah. then they totally flipped. And yeah. then ill communication came out. Shout out, to, also, shout out to the Spike Jones documentary. You should definitely watch that. Also, shout it. out to MCA. Played bass in the Cro-Mags at one point. One of the best New York hardcore bands of all time. There's pictures of it. That's so sick. It's so yeah, yeah, that, that actually was cool. That actually is in the, the documentary thing. When he's playing with the Cro-Mags? Uh-huh. Yeah, that would make sense. I mean, they were a hardcore band at the same time as uh-huh. Cro-Mags and like Bad Brains. So. Okay, anyway, but here's yeah. the thing. Here's the thing. All right. The problem with this album is all of it. Is all of it. Thank you. <laughs> Except a few riffs. I do. I will have to say, there's a few okay riffs. I just there think are. it's kind of fun. But some of it. I don't like. I don't listen to music for fun. Here's the thing. <laughs> Bass. But here, here, here's. The- <laughs> Can we please like just clip like after the fact, like just isolate what Logan is going based and send it to I me, please. Know, that was a pretty sincere take that just came. I love it when we get sincere. But I was actually like, I was thinking about that when the point he just made, I literally was thinking earlier today. I was like, Hmm, what type of thoughts do I want to bring to the show tonight? Hmm, hmm. <laughs> I, 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 I ad lib them. <laughs> this is all off the and cuff. I was thinking, I was like, one of the points I had to make about comedy music is, and, and this reinforces the point I've already made about when comedy is like a little ingredient in the soup, but it is not the main course. Um, I don't want the music to try to make me laugh. I don't want to try. I'm gonna listen to problematic Here is a sincere question: Does Fred Durst want us to laugh, or is he actually dad vibes? No, wait, wait, wait. wait, 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 Self-aware. I'm telling you, this is like there's no way Limbiscuit just like 20 years after releasing like I know uh, Chocolate Starfish and whatever. I can't think of what the other album is called. (laughs) That's what it's called, Logan. Like, I'm sorry, but just like there's no way they didn't just like we're gonna make an album we're self-aware because the zoomers like new metal again which i don't get but <laughs> and also shout out to des moines my friends got put on a show with Corey taylor's kids band and they're playing like just hardcore dude Corey taylor's son goes hard it's that vexed I, band is yeah, that right and then yeah. mike portnoy's kid plays in that band like Tala or something oh, like damn. that it's that. both of them on the same show and then 
They're like, yeah, we, we're going to put Dose on it. Shout out to Des Moines Hardcore. Honestly, I was going to bring it up. I was going to bring it up. Slipknot, 1999. Also, new metal-ish. Um, but here's the thing is, wait, they wait, wait, actually... Wait, I, need, I, need, I need to finish, though. I'm sorry. With the Fred Durst actually thinking it's funny. Because he's calling it Still Sucks, and it's kind of like he's he's saying... like He, he, he tries to own this idea of sucking, like kind of like... Uh, an ode to like Beck's loser, like oh, we can make this cool to suck, but like I don't think that worked. I at think all. Beck was sincere. But do you think what do you like? Do you think what do you think Fred Durst wants out of a listen of this album? This Money. album, yeah. okay. This album, he wants it to be funny. No, he wants maybe money. He back wants you to in the day, it. and they only sold sixty five hundred copies, which is so funny to me. Maybe back in the day, he was I'm actually laughing. trying to add yeah, this it's, it's edgy, an cool aesthetic new territory whatever at the time yeah maybe it was different Blank back then again i wasn't living baggy there. pants red hat <laughs> that's I, like the limb biscuit uniform I, yeah it is but this album specifically this album which again i wasn't there for limp biscuit in the 90s so whatever i vaguely uh, you know some some uh Millennial boomer slash boomers might might disregard me. He's not looking directly at me, but he is talking about. But let me just say this: this album is undeniably trying to be funny and like explicitly funny, and um, I just don't like that. I just don't like that because okay, listen to this: William Crooks, right? He also has moments where he tries to be quote funny but his music is not intended to be funny he's not setting out to be funny it's just like a little whoop, it's just like a yeah. little tiny no, variable I, I, I totally get it toxicity uh system of a down 2001 same thing they're also a little funny i also don't they, think they're a new metal band i just want to point that out that's oh, my they take. definitely have elements of new metal on the first definitely. album definitely but they get mm. weird with it as you continue going down the line. But but the point still, regardless of whether you think it's new metal or not, I just needed. To there are the elements of System of a Down where they're trying to be funny, like he does these weird accents, these weird choppy things. Like he oh, does, but Cigaro. but the thing is, the <laughs> thing is, pie. they didn't so set out good. to make you laugh. They didn't uh, set out a little to bit. make uh, you laugh. I saw this tweet that said every system of a down song be like, I'm the mushroom man. Ho, ho, ho. In 1927, Amnesty International released documents <laughs> containing the FBI's <laughs> crimes. It's so true. That's so it's, accurate. It's like, that it'll be some so... song about how like he's like beating up prostitutes on the Sunset Strip, followed by a song about the Armenian genocide. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, it shouldn't, it's so good. It shouldn't have laughed. It, it, <laughs> But no, I don't know. This was just too much for me. Too much. I, I totally get it. Too yeah, much. Again, again, I'm not. I'm not bad. trying to say that I'm. Um, Got him. <laughs> I'm not trying to advocate for it. I all I'm saying is that it, it's a flavor that I can I can see the humor in it and moderately enjoy. I just and, think it's a cash some grab. Of, some of the it absolutely because like it I, Zoomers is. are into new metal, and I think and the, obviously is, I'm is speaking this, from I mean, an ivory tower here, but wait, they what, should bring what back new metal. Are they in into? I, I Dude, the old stuff, <laughs> Limp Bizkit, Corn, like it's it's coming back. These bands are well, and Corn never really became it, unpopular. I also but. wanted to talk about that because, like, so we the, haven't heard Logan in the '90s. Okay, but I gotta say this as well. In the '90s, we, we have he's gonna explode. We have scratching come out, 
as well. So like new metal wait happens and the nineties. Well, you're right. That goes, scratching goes back to like the mid eighties. Yeah, like Eric Val- and Val- But unfortunately, it only lives though until like the late uh, late nineties. And I think the reason it died was the same a similar reason that new metal died, where it's like people that shouldn't have got their hands on it did, and then it kind of imploded. All right, you're I'm right. Say we it. shouldn't make music accessible. You know what? I'm gonna say it. Screw Sid from Slipknot. Aw. Because. What did he do to you? (laughs) Because. Okay. Who is he? Okay. Which member of Slipknot is Sid? That's the the point. Turntable guy. He's the turntable. The only member of Sid I know, I knew Joey Jordison, obviously, because he was an incredibly talented drummer. Obviously, Corey Taylor. Corey Taylor. And um, I also know Sean. But Craig. shout out Sean, to Sid. Course, yeah. Shout out to Those Sid. Those are the three big ones. But like, long standing. The thing is, the thing is, because of okay, all right, whatever. I, I <laughs> what I'll say is, I guess the scratching from Sid makes it a little iconic. I guess, but what Sid represents <laughs> is using scratching in the most abused way possible <laughs> yeah right yeah. and it's Can the same like like britney spears britney spears scratching britney spears and like this album when it's like hey dj whatever yeah. i was like oh yeah oh, no oh, but oh, 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 this oh, is why it died oh. this is why this is why it died. this is why scratching it's, died which is a huge l in my opinion i love scratching i do Yo, too. hey shout out to marcus penn he's a film twitter guy i know who also does scratching He's got a band camp, and I don't remember the link. I'll bring it with you. Yeah, next no, week, for sure. I'd, I'd yeah, he still does like the old school hip hop and everything. Scratching, scratching was game, gaining well, momentum, not and like new metal also. Like, <clears throat> I mean, when you guys were talking about rage, like there, there is a way to do this type of thing, and it's actually so cool. Yeah, but, yeah. Rage, see, but System rage, of a Down kind of like does when they do new metal, they do it right. They do. Um, I, I don't know. So my question Limbus is, did is Rage? Um, I'm trying to think back on their discography. Is there? Do they ever have scratching? I don't think so because Tom Morello just does weird do. stuff with his Tom guitar. Morello, Tom Morello yeah. does it with the guitar, but mm. that, I mean that's fresh, man. That was cool. But anyway, this stuff all kind of dies, and um, the style is fresh. I do think it has to do with <laughs> so bad. It, I shouldn't have said the word fresh. It's what came to mind immediately. I was like, oh boy. Morellian riffs are pretty fresh, dude. Yeah, they Marillion's are. Tight. They actually shout out to Marillion. Unironically, whatever you say about band. Tom Morello, Marillion's pretty sick. The dude's band. career in the late nineties, oh, early two thousands is immortal. I you said Marillion. I was like, well, it's because it's a joke. Because on the, on the Tom Morello masterclass advertisement, does he, he call it Morellian? He calls riffs? his own riffs Morellian riffs. Yeah. That's so sick. Yeah, <laughs> that's so sick. <laughs> All right, Logan, we have to hear it. Wait, I want to drop one hot take because Logan's gonna one up whatever I say. Oh, Went geez. back, listened to slipknots iowa recently yeah that record's hard all right undeniably yeah it is it really i would fight to that yeah (laughs) it's like with a beer in one hand also do you have any footage of you isn't the dance called skank isn't that what they do at the at the um like you can't say that on air shows (laughs) yeah have you? Is there any footage of you skanking? No, because that whoa, whoa. can't say that. <laughs> you, definitely, you can't say that. This I is got, a family friendly. What podcast. I gotta say is that the skank dance move can't say that. Kind of goes hard, and that. like it is, it kind of goes hard. So, a question: What are your thoughts of their self-titled first album? I have not listened to it much. Okay, listen to it. I would be curious to hear what you think because it honestly is probably my Good favorite. Album of the also. Week. 
All Hope Is Gone. Yeah, maybe is I that the name of the album? Yeah, All Hope Is Gone. That one's good. Dude, have you honestly, seen that Honestly, I think I've come around on Slipknot, which I never thought I'd say hey, at this point in life. Honestly, there's vol- some riffs in there. Volume 3, Iowa, and the self-titled. Okay, that's what albums. triggered it, is I was playing Clone Hero, which is like, you know, Guitar yeah. Hero, the cracked version on PC. And, you know, Before I Forget was on Guitar Hero 3, I think. Yeah. And I was like, man, that riff goes crazy. And I yeah. never really thought about it. And I was like, man, that's... Maybe it's time I give Slipknot another try. Sorry, I had to get that one off Massive before Logan shout went out to in. Dude, I'm, I'm, honestly, that's exciting. To Massive hear. shout out to Clone Hero. That's a good time. That really is. All right, Logan. Let's hear it, man. I had a couple lyrical moments on this album. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, style's fresh, bro. That I would like to share. Um, in one lyric, he describes how during, I think it's the song Dad Vibes, He's sitting in traffic. Nice. And he's really angry that all the cars around him are going so slow. And he says, I get so frustrated when this happens that I could pull out my AR and shoot (laughs) all (laughs) of you. I didn't even notice it. That's awesome. (laughs) (laughs) I love wanton violence in music. It's so funny. (laughs) That rules. There's another moment on this album where Fred Durst assumes a whiny, uh, I will say, manually pitched up voice that Eminem often affects, oddly enough. And he says, oh, that Fred Durst, he'll never be Eminem. And his beard looks like Drake's pubes. (laughs) (laughs) He just Got laughs. <laughs> that was another moment I had. You, with you this can't album. say that. Steve, you Steve, you're gonna have to beep that in post. <laughs> Steve, Steve, Steve Vai. He used to, he used to do the characters. Then that's Stevie Vai. Yeah, but Steve Vai can also shred on. Yeah, but yeah, but the thing so is, forgiven the for thing sins. is, those types of characters are a big aesthetic choice that don't, don't go unforgotten. Yeah, yeah they he's don't. Steve Vai. I'm just saying. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, never mind. I. You keep going. Devin Townsend I had does it too. Another moment, lyrical moment with this album, in which two friends are having a conversation about how much they hate Limbiscuit and how much they suck. Um, and it turns out that in the second verse of the song, Fred Durst raps that one of the friends actually found out that he liked Limbiscuit all along, and that. He was just pretending to hate on them to be cool so he could be ex- accepted by his other friend. Yeah, I remember that. And on this song called Love the Hate, um, <laughs> it concludes with the friend who doesn't like Limp Biscuit saying, you must be lying. I am going to beat you. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. With it's, my fists. It's kind yep, of... It does. I'm going to punch that. you with my hands. It's kind of good. Aaron couldn't even finish the sentence before he started. By the time, (laughs) by the time they were name dropping, Godspeed you, Black Emperor. (laughs) And so I didn't even notice that. That's Nick Cave and the Bad and and Apex Twin. Okay, but let me a guy who likes to do blacksmithing as a hobby outside of. Okay, if you extracted that audio clip and completely purged all Limp Biscuit metadata from it. It actually is a funny interview. Which I think... It is. I know. I, I, I actually think that that interview is pretty funny. But in context of where it happened... Oh, man. Well, oh, it ruined man. that song. because it, it, It's called, like, Munch... What is it? 
it's a, <laughs> it's <laughs> the, the song's oh. called like something munch. Hold on, I can look it's it up. Logan, sna- snacky poo, snacky poo. Oh, yeah. oh man. <laughs> oh, everything sucks. <laughs> Oh, my I get gosh. that being self-aware is really cute now, <laughs> and that everybody wants to do it. Everybody wants to get in front of it. Peggy made a s- series of videos in which he showed uh, his new "All My Heroes Are Cornballs" album to various artists that we all like, and said, "Oh, Denzel Curry thinks this sucks. Look at this. Another person really thinks. Oh, Peggy, you did a bad one this time." Before he dropped it, and that's cute, and that's fun, and I like it. When 100 Gex comes out and says, I I don't even want to put a genre in music. We're just having fun. And we love that some people think that sucks. It does. I I like it when (laughs) those artists do that because I think it gives the whole thing kind of like a cheeky playfulness that really helps me engage with the personality of of the artist as a whole. And especially when you take someone like Peggy who considers himself more of a provocateur than even a comedian so to speak you know there are lots of moments on peggy albums where you go oh my god i can't believe he said that so wait define provocateur so peggy will say things and give opinions in songs define the word the word uh somebody who is trying to get a rise out of people. Oh, yeah. Romstein. So that mean that means Limp Biscuit falls in this. But I I would like to add that provocateur usually is trying to get a rise out of people to invite them to consider their opinions on matters that they hadn't considered before. Romstein. Yeah. That's, that's like that's the definitely band of provocateurs. So is that like that's a, that's officially part of the definition or is that your interpretation of what it I'm means? pretty sure. I Maybe I'm using it Logan, loosely. continue forward, but I will be Googling. I think that Peggy, while he raps about the things like how vapid internet culture is and it's jokes about how vapid he is on the internet, he's making a statement that invites us to consider the nature of our internet life. I think Gex invites us to consider the way that we engage with music and how much fun and energy we can take from it. And I think... You know, if we talk about how Fred Durst is saying, lots of people say I will never be Eminem, probably because it's clear that he desperately wishes that he was Eminem. (laughs) This is true. Uh, Even Eminem invited us to consider a lot of the factors of shock culture that rode throughout the early 2000s and the late 90s. Eminem also invited us to Venom. Never know what hit him. He also invited us to do the Godzilla challenge. The difference is, well, and I, nobody likes Eminem now, but... (laughs) I think what Q-tip does. Q-tip does. I've been really searching as to why I don't really vibe with this album, self awareness, and I think one of it is because I've always said that I value sincerity in music above almost everything else. Um, honest attempts at making something good that you believe is emblematic of who you are um, is a quality that I prize higher than any sort of competency in any sort of instrument, singing, guitar playing. EDM production, anything. I think the best stuff comes out of sincerity or at least the stuff that I tend to identify with the most. And I've been really trying to find a way to explain why I don't like Limp Biscuit. That is more than just not agreeing with it aesthetically. Because it's true. I think the cover art is obnoxious. 
I think that the things that he raps about are trivial, silly, and don't sound remotely as hard as he thinks they do. Um, I don't think that the song titles are appropriate at all and in <laughs> fact make me throw up in my mouth a little bit every time <laughs> but i didn't want to attack it from there because those are aesthetic details and i want to communicate that i hate this album much more than just aesthetically this so, is not me looking at something and saying that's not for me i don't like it but i so has, has, has logan like matured it. past saying that music is aesthetics then well music is still mostly aesthetic that, but that's I, as far as fantano went though for the record he is just like okay what you can't publicly engage with this album like you know what i mean that's pretty dumb uh, don't get me started about fantano <laughs> screw fantano but what i'm Stupid going to name. say is i think what i dislike about this album is that it is self-aware and it is irreverent <laughs> for no reason <laughs> yeah it i mean has, I, I can hear that point for it sure. has no per it is not inviting us to consider anything new it is not trying to show us a new fun way of life. It is not trying to comment on the complex politics and social media that surround us that surrounds us. It is abrasive and rude to its listeners for no reason. And it is such blatant disrespect for the art of creating music and the time that people take to listen to and engage with your music that I truly cannot hold any sympathy for at any level. And I will say, I hate this album more than I hate Oliver Tree. You do? Oh my God. That rules. Okay, okay, look, you have to realize though that right now you are kind of the guy that's actually getting offended by like a Tom Green joke or a Nathan Fielder prank. You're kind of the guy that's getting offended by it right now. What do you mean? I mean, Limp Biscuit is just detached emotionally um, emotionally from what he's doing he just finds it amusing and is just doing it he realizes that like this is a legitimate industry clearly because like that's why i think it's ironic him name dropping such like actual iconic and very passionate sincere artists like nick cave and apex twin and these guys because he, he clearly recognizes the industry as it exists but he's just He's he's literally just emotionally distancing himself and just kind of like you're saying there is no point to it. And and to be offended by that is an interesting reaction. Yeah, so you know what? I you have a solid point there because that means that in the game of who got a bigger reaction out of who, I lost. I lost. <laughs> I lost. I care more about this album being bad than maybe Fred Durst or any of Limp Bizkit did while creating it. This whole process that you're describing of him removing himself emotionally from the industry, from the passionate people that make up it, that uh, that make up the industry, I should say, and release an album that calls Still Sucks, that embraces how bad it is, but not to prove any point, just merely to show that people will still listen to something that the artist is aware is bad. Um. I don't know. You're right. Yeah, you're right. I lose. I lose. I care Lo- more. Logan loses. It's a big I, public I am, performance. I am offended by it because I, and maybe this is a hot take, but I care about music. And I think that things that are written in this style for no reason uh, are an affront to the people who are sincerely out there 
trying to make music that is See, really emblematic I, of well, themselves. I, I do just find it interesting though, because like artists, and I and I learned this distinction just the other week. Even um, like there's a distinction between comedians and what they call social performers, like Andy Kaufman, and a- Andy Kaufman is the first one that like I I was. Like he he's the earliest that I've I'm, I'm aware of history going with this whole concept of people who are basically performing social experiments for the maybe it's comedy maybe it's not I don't know it's like this really interesting gray area but you got Borat. like yeah Borat Norm Steve Brule. Norm McDonald he does a ton of that uh, Tom piece. Green you know it's the there's and so you really are I mean it's interesting because I know that you identify with some of what Nathan Fielder's put out there and. He is kind of doing I think this. The advantage Fielder that Fielder has over a social. Uh, yeah, you know, I'm saying, I'm saying he ident- like Logan identifies with what like Nathan Fielder. Um, Are you content. the guy that said you stopped watching the show because you couldn't take it? No, but oh, like Limp Biscuit is kind of was. just doing a massive social experiment. What if I put I, out an album called Still Sucks and I know it sucks, le- but let's and let's step see if people here. listen to it and yeah. can even engage with. Let's it. Let's step yeah. back here for a moment because what I respect about Nathan Fielder is very similar to the same thing I respect about JPEG Mafia, is that he's approaching it playfully, and he is dispassionately playing with things that people care about. But one of the things that you note about Nathan For You is that he is very careful to let people get into these situations themselves. The entire way Nathan carefully plans and architects his entire act, direction, around letting people entrap themselves into these situations. And I think what he's done as a result of that is reveal interesting things about human nature when it gets that close to TV, when it gets that close to a spot on the silver screen. I would say that maybe you could consider Still Sucks a social experiment. I think that is an incredibly generous reading of its release. However, I, I do actually kind of agree with Logan on that one. However, even if it was, it is not treated with remotely the same type of care, respect, planning, or sincerity that a project by Nathan Fielder would be approached with. Yeah, no, that's fair enough. I, I agree with all that. Anyway, we gotta we gotta we gotta move on. But uh Astro World! Whoa! Astro! Whoa! Whoa. Oh. That sounds like discourse oh, to me. Oh, I won't God. have it. Oh no! We're not having discourse. Not not here. Not, not now. Not not with the time we have left. But Can't I would see. be definitely interested to hear. About oh that. my God! Yeah, Travis no. Scott. I mean, there there there's definitely things to Imagine say. Imagine oh, dying because you went to a concert for the Fortnite rapper. <laughs> We're getting canceled. This is the last we're, we're episode. Discourse. Sorry, Jameson. Discourse. Some oh internet warrior's ears just perked up. They're pissed and ready. <laughs> oh, that was so My hearts go out to the families. Thoughts and prayers. Of course, of course. Oh. All right. Um All right, my bop of the week. I'm going for the most non-binary genre uh, in the world. Type of pop. You're welcome for that sentence. (laughs) Yeah, I appreciate that, actually. Did you say that during or before the show? I think it was before. Dang, I wish that was recorded. The sentence I said that he's referring to, it just... Him and Logan were talking, and just I was not involved in the conversation whatsoever, and I decided to chime in, as I do, and I said... Hyperpop is the most non-binary genre, and then just left the conversation. Yeah, mic drop right there, because that is true. Um, 
but local teenagers discover the foreman slider. (laughs) (laughs) Very true. Yeah, that's what it is, bro. It, I will say that is a slider to be. Uh, that is a slider. It's a serious it slider. Is a serious slider. <laughs> okay. Um. Here's the deal. I really like this song though because um this artist actually I've been listening to I I have almost picked one of his or their art their albums for a long time, but I haven't yet. Uh. Anyways. I really like this song. It just came out. I think it's a single for his new project, but um, it's called Gunk by Underscores, and it starts out with this Hyper just- Pop Eden. Nope, that's, no, that's uh, Breakins. Dang it. That's Breakins. <sighs> Almost. Um, Dabbing on myself. <laughs> <laughs> but um, what's cool about it is it starts out with this ultra abrasive, like, perfectly out of 2012 dubstep drop for like five seconds and then it just like turns into this jarbly hyper pop mess for a minute and then it fades out and it turns into this beautiful acoustic song that that is just it's great it's such a good song like i was not expecting them to release this and when they dropped it i was just like you know what you nailed it this is freaking awesome Mm -hmm. so anyway Give it a try. Um, it's not very representative of the rest of his discography, but it is very good. You got to mix it up every once in a while, you know? Yep. I love Aaron Cartier, but that man makes one type of song. <laughs> that, that's <laughs> it, so it, true. Does, it does go hard. Except when Prey came out. Oh, yeah. Prey is the only time he took himself serious. <laughs> yeah. The only. He told us all that he needed to take a break and reevaluate his spirituality, and he dropped, he dropped one of those true... Yeah, in your fields. In your my, field. I might still listen to fast lane on repeat like five hundred times. Though. Fast lane oh, rules. Oh, fast lane rules. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also. I'm going to pick something that was unfortunately classified as hyper pop, but I don't know how this is happening. So, so one of my my the artists I am obsessed with right now. Thank you. There are the words. Is Dorian Electra. I don't know how it happened. They snuck up on me. I suddenly, this is all I listen to now. The only artist ever. I don't know how a non-binary person has managed to make, and I said this before the show, not one, not two, not three, but four of the best songs I have ever heard about masculinity ever. Uh, And I all heard them in the past month. I'm not smiling about that. Sorry, I just got a message about something else. I'm listening to what you're saying, but I don't have any basis for like, what you're talking about it's okay uh for whatever reason dorian electra was was invited to host the hyperpop playlist on spotify which they immediately made infinitely better because they took off all those all those soundcloud posers and put on like kai whiston clarence clarity uh rena sawayama people that have actually been grinding for years on this obscure like synthetic 90s boy band inspired pop uh which i guess is hyper pop now because dorian electra said "Ah, i gotta get these people on the map somehow they've been grinding (laughs) in the dark for too long so thank goodness um and also i'm not sure if as a straight man i am allowed to uh blatantly steal 
an LGBT anthem and call it maybe my own anthem personally. Yeah, people have been doing uh, it for years. I, I cultural appropriation or whatever. I'll put another piercing in my ear if I have to. Just let me listen to this song. Uh, it's flamboyant by Dorian Electra. I'm excited to listen to it. I go all the way. That's what they say. That's what they say. <laughs> yeah, no. I'm honestly excited. Yeah, to pretty it. excited now. Be sure to put it in the right playlist this time. Yes. Put it in right now. <laughs> um, the big smile that I cracked, which listeners you didn't see, but Logan kind of hesitated with what he was saying. Um, I just noticed that Leprous and the Ocean Collective announced a full U.S. tour next year, which is awesome because those are two of the best prog bands going right now. Um, but that has nothing to do with my body. They coming this way? Yep, they're playing Salt Lake City on March 29th. Oh, dang. And I will be there because the Ocean Collective is so good and the vocalist of leprous has probably the best voice in prog music right now so dang that's he's, a, he's got a pretty high best selling voice point. in prog depending on how much the tickets are, are they gonna be expensive tickets probably not i mean i'll go what is expensive tickets i mean i go to hardcore shows so like i'm used to something costing less than 20 dollars <laughs> exactly. if it's over 100 bucks it better be something oh special. yeah well what, what, i better die what i'm gonna say is I, i'll go to like <laughs> drake better kill me i will go i will go to pretty much anything for 30 bucks and under but then when you cross the 30 dollar that's when you go okay i'm a little bit more serious. you have to choose what you want to see yeah i agree with that um my, sorry, I was looking at tickets. They're not up yet, so I couldn't tell you the price. But my bop of the week, as I mentioned earlier, Porcupine Tree, just kind of out of the blue earlier this month, came back. Um, they posted like a bunch of stuff with it saying like PT, obviously Porcupine Tree, and then CC. And a lot of people just assumed they were talking about like a complete collection, which was weird because we're like, they just released everything again. So why would they do that? Anyway, it's actually for an album called um, Continuation Closure. I think is what it is. Um, comes out in June, but they released the first track called Herodin off of it, and it's you know a nine minute long wow. rock song. So two yeah. functional programming well, concepts in one album title. This is well, closure continuation. Sorry, yeah, still, <laughs> still, still. Yeah, still. Stephen Wilson, it's his big brain prog thing going on. He's well, got big is, it, is it pretty well received by the community? What'd it seems to be the. Uh, <laughs> Unlike Eden, who got trashed for releasing his best album, <laughs> the R slash Prog Fantano red it. flanneled it. Did you know that he red flanneled so No bad. Future? What does that even uh, mean? <laughs> he, he wears red flannel when it's like, oh, I can't believe he red. He, he wears that. red flannel when he needs to pay his rent. Let's be real. <laughs> <laughs> Spicy. Yeah, no, uh, I'll have to give. Sorry, that Billie Eilish, yellow notwithstanding. Shout out to Billie Eilish, so good. Uh, the new one's decent, yeah. I haven't listened to I was, new I was taught the appeal is of it, Billie Eilish. Is it it's Billy, good. Billy Bossa Nova? Did you guys see that? What is that? I did see that. What is I don't know that? what well, that the is, music, the song? Yeah, the song. Is yeah. it a single for a new album or what? No, it's just... It, no, it's on her album that was just released. Oh. It's just her singing over a, ostensibly a Bossa Nova track. Oh. Bossa Nova's so sick. I need to listen to that. <laughs> see, I, didn't even, I didn't even know a full album Bossa dropped when, like cool. this week? No, like... Months ago, yeah, the album you didn't know her. Not album? the one sitting on the bed, right? No, nah, nah. yeah, no. Which one? Her new happier album than ever that came out. The one where she's blonde, like the like. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That I'm not gonna lie. I'm kind of. I was convinced. <laughs> I was convinced. <laughs> uh, for me, I something in my brain made a formal connection with nausea for no reason. <laughs> Frick yeah! Oh, this what? Frick, yeah. Noisia. Noisia's been a long time. I know, but like... I don't even know what that is. Really? They're drum and bass. 
Oh, then I probably do know what it is. There are so many Skrillex, DMB artists out there. Skrillex like, like always cites him as one of his. I influences. think that they're kind of like I don't I, Skrillex. So screw you. What about that? What about <laughs> I just, I, you should listen to some noise. I'm serious. What about I, that, I love drum and bass. This stuff I'm is really, really you probably good. Have. Their 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 sound design is just like so good, and 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 the songs are. It's not just sound design. There's songs and. And the transition, like if you listen to a full album, top top to bottom, honestly, it's just a good experience. So from their first album, they only have two. Uh, Dystopia is my bop of the week. And there's some lady right now that's singing over DNB beats and getting hugely popular. Pink Pink Panther, Pink Panther s yeah. Oh yeah, I haven't listened. Isn't to that it, her whole shtick? It got I, real yeah. popular like real fast over the last couple of weeks. I don't know what yeah. it is exactly. You know what else got real popular real fast? Limp Biscuit. No, no, that is just like unequivocally false. <laughs> <laughs> unequivocally false. Well, that's been Network Radio. We'll be we'll be back next week, even next week, even. maybe. Uh, nope, nope. Thanksgiving, we're canceling. Oh yeah, next week. What week's. is happening? <laughs> Sorry, we got to spend time with our families, we'll Jameson. We'll see you in a couple weeks, Jameson. I love you. We'll be back the week after that. Love you, Jameson. Network's giving. Is there a pun there? Net-